This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, May 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. N95 still required during wildfires. Sign-up arrives for COVID-19 payments and USDA pressed for farm worker protections. Cal OSHA sticks with requiring N95 masks for wildlife smoke. In the post-pandemic landscape, a number of industries are concerned about a Cal OSHA emergency regulation passed last summer. The safety agency wanted to protect outdoor workers by requiring employers to supply N95 respirators when the air quality index hits an unhealthy level. Yet the pandemic has fueled a run on masks and driven up the price tag. The Cal OSHA board heard these concerns and more at a meeting last week on extending the regulation. For farmers, the need for N95 respirators will continue to grow as we put more stuff in the ground to grow, said Brian Little of the California Farm Bureau, adding, at some point we're going to crash into wildfire season, which may this year apparently coincide with the fall flare-up of COVID-19. After contacting 20 suppliers, Little could not find anyone selling masks for less than $6 each. The regulation was written when masks were 75 cents. Alternatives to N95s are available, but they don't carry the National Health Certification, pointed out Michael Miller of the California Association of Wine Grape Growers. Also, one company reported that the required employee training for its 40,000 employees cost $1.2 million. Others raised concerns about how employers would know if the AQI is triggered by a wildfire or something else. In response, a staffer at the agency said the spike in demand is likely short-lived with costs going down as more masks are produced. He said Cal OSHA will release a new guidance if there's a shortage during a wildfire. The agency has extended the emergency regulation, which is expected to be permanent once this wildfire season is over in late fall. Sign-up day for CFAP payments. Today's the day farmers can start enrolling for those $16 billion in direct payments from USDA that they're distributing through the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. USDA officials insist the money should reach farmers within a week of them signing up. You can find more information at farmers.gov. House to consider PPP fixes. Congress would normally be in recess this week, but the House has scheduled some work and is expected to consider a bill to ease requirements of the Paycheck Protection Program. The fact that Democratic leaders would allow a vote on a standalone PPP bill underscores the pressure Congress is under from restaurants and other sectors to address several issues, most notably the requirement that businesses spend the funds on payroll within eight weeks. Restaurants and businesses struggling to reopen say that's not long enough. The bill, sponsored by Representative Dean Phillips of Minnesota and Chip Roy of Texas, also would eliminate the requirement that 75% of the loan proceeds be spent on payroll expenses in order for the loan to be forgiven. Top Senate Ag Republican sees CCC compromise. 
Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, who will take over as the chairman or top Republican on the Senate Agriculture Committee next year, believes Congress will ultimately authorize more coronavirus relief spending than the House has approved. The HEROES Act that Democrats pushed through the House this month would authorize $16.5 billion in additional direct payments to farmers. It's on top of the $16 billion going out to farmers in this first round. But the House bill wouldn't provide any additional spending authority to USDA under the Commodity Credit Corporation. In an open mic interview with AgriPulse, Bozeman says he thinks Congress will eventually agree to raise USDA's CCC limit from the traditional $30 billion cap to around $50 billion. Bozeman said probably will be somewhere around 50-ish or maybe a little bit more. That money is going to be needed. Now keep in mind, in the HEROES Act, House Democrats insisted on directing how USDA could spend the $16.5 billion rather than increasing the CCC limit. Providing such instructions ultimately helps Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, Bozeman thinks, take some pressure off the decisions that he's making. Take note, Bozeman also believes Congress will look to address requests from chicken producers and catfish farmers, among others. Bozeman, now's the moment for broadband. The COVID-19 crisis has highlighted the need for access to high-speed Internet access across the country, and especially in inner cities as well as rural America. Bozeman believes this is a critical time to provide a major infusion of federal spending for expansion of rural broadband. We are coalescing around a lot of ideas that will bring us additional funding for broadband, he said, saying the attention that broadband is getting is a silver lining in the crisis. You can listen to the full open mic interview at agripulse.com. Purdue pushed to fund farm worker testing in PPE. House Democrats are calling on Secretary Purdue to use CCC funding to protect farm workers from coronavirus. In a letter led by California Representative Jimmy Panetta, the lawmakers say the money is needed to pay for testing, personal protective equipment, and training programs. The letter says, quote, due to their working and living conditions, many farm workers and their family members are uniquely susceptible to COVID-19. Panetta talks about that letter, CFAP, and issues critical to fruit and vegetable growers in our Washington Week and Review. USDA raises food price forecast. The Agriculture Department is sharply increasing its forecast for supermarket prices this year to reflect the price hikes shoppers have seen amid the COVID-19 crisis. Last month, USDA estimated grocery prices would rise about a half percent to one percent for this year. USDA now believes prices will be two to three percent higher this year. That would represent a sharp turnaround from recent years when supermarket prices were rising less than 1% a year. Projected increase for 18 of 22 food categories were revised upward this month. The largest projected increase by far is eggs, 8 to 9%. Beef prices are up 3 to 4%. Three leaders on the House Agriculture Committee are looking for answers from USDA on the Farmers to Families Food Box Program posing questions similar to those raised by the United Fresh Produce Association. 
Representatives Marsha Fudge of Ohio, Jim Costa of California, and Stacy Plaskett of the U.S. Virgin Islands ask about USDA oversight, PACA license, and the use of subcontractors, among other things. Several large contracts of the $1.2 billion in funds dispersed through the program went to companies little known in the produce industry and that did not have perishable agriculture Commodities Act licenses. That's raising doubts about whether the contracts will be fulfilled. USDA now says contractors without PACA license must acquire one. In a May 21 response to United Fresh, Ag Marketing Service Administrator Bruce Summers said USDA, quote, provides oversight throughout the contract period, conducting audits to ensure food safety plans are followed, that only domestic produce is provided, and that quality products are delivered. France reinstates ban on U.S. cherries in a move that also hits domestic farmers. France is extending its ban by another year on cherry imports from the U.S. and other countries that permit the use of dimethate pesticide. The country's fear the chemical used to combat fruit flies isn't just blocking the $1 million worth of cherries the U.S. used to export to the country. It's also angering French farmers who are seeing their yields decline because they can't use the pesticide. As France production declines and production costs rise because France producers no longer have access to dimethyl, French cherries continue to be scarcer and more expensive. A new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service concludes. Another point of contention is that the ban does not impact Turkey, according to the FAS. Turkish producers use the pesticide even though it's banned. Here's today's He Said It. Just seems that the USDA doesn't have the bureaucracy, for lack of a better word, in place to administer that kind of food purchase in a smooth fashion. We need to work on that a little bit more. That represented Jimmy Panetta of California on the USDA's Farmers to Families Food Box program. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, May 26th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.